The Sunday Baroque podcast is made possible by WSHU and the Friends of Sunday Baroque. You can find out more about the Friends of Sunday Baroque and find out how to become one yourself by visiting our website, sundaybaroque.org, under the Contact tab. Masaaki Suzuki is an organist and harpsichordist and a conductor. He also founded Bach Collegium of Japan in 1990 and continues to be the Period Instrument Group's music director. He is also training the next generation of Baroque specialists as artist-in-residence at the Yale Institute of Sacred Music and music director of Yale Schola Cantorum. I am so thrilled to welcome Masaaki Suzuki to the Sunday Baroque studio to talk about his remarkable career in music. Professor Suzuki, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, I'm very happy to have you. I would like to back up to the very beginning and find out how you became involved in music, you know, as a, as a young person, as a, as a young man, just very, um, very generally. Uh, it's a long time ago, but uh, <laughs> well, my parents uh, were so much fond of music, and the, my father was uh, almost semi-professional pianist, and my singer, my, my mother used to be a singer, so you know, music was already there when I was born. So. Ah. <laughs> and uh, my mother was very, very strong. So the, my, the, for me and my, my brother, this, uh, uh, sometimes she f- uh, forced us to, to the music and so on. But we also love the music a lot. And so <laughs> it's a very, very musical family, I must say. That's, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky, actually. How did you and when did you realize that music would be really your life's calling? Well, that uh, I still remember quite exactly when, because the I had uh, when I was a high school student, I had to choose the you know direction of university, and in Japan it's very strict in uh, to uh, you know how to prepare the in, in certain university and so on. And uh, I was uh, the um, well almost about to. Uh, the, the, the make an application for the one one of the usual university for uh, medical department or whatever it's a little scientific science uh, field but one day I had a well very uh, very good music inspiration from the from some church musicians in Japan and I had some I had had uh, some organ music and and so on which I already loved a lot and then uh, this one day I the really hit me that oh this is my 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 way of life, and then I told my mother, "Oh, I have uh, the I um, going in uh, to the music and so on." And she was, uh, well, at the first moment a little disappointed, but actually, <laughs> okay, that's uh, why not. <laughs> <laughs> so started actually professional, you know, training and uh, professional uh, prepar- preparation for the uh, music conservatory, and the but it was uh, really really. Good choice, I think. <laughs> it's worked out quite well for the world. Yeah, yeah, firstly, for me, I, I'm still, since then, I'm always really happy yeah. doing music. So. I have read that you had your first professional job as a church organist at the age of maybe 12. Is that oh, correct? yeah, that, that wasn't a really job, but I was asked to play regularly the, in organ in, in the church service because the, we had a very, very small congregation uh, in, in Kobe and the 
we had a, just a, one little hum, harmonium. But you know, so so I had played, uh, I had tried to play all the Bach's organ works, but actually it, it was not pos- not possible. Of course, uh, you know, you need a pedal board and uh, and so on. But uh, the I didn't know that that, that is the wrong instrument for the Bach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so after that, after a couple of uh, years, I started uh, learning a real real. Pipe organ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you've almost answered my next question, which was, uh, how were you introduced to Baroque music? So you were already familiar, a- even as a, a young musician. Yeah, to yeah, yes, yes, uh, quite much. Yeah. Bach mm-hmm. is a very, very familiar to me, and the. Um, but when I uh, the it was when I was a student in Tokyo, the we had um, a kind of student club to doing very much about Bach's music, mainly cantatas and so on. And then uh, we had a lot of arguments because, you know, the, the students are very fond of arguing all the time and <laughs> what style should be done and then so on. And the, uh, so at that time is, is the exactly the when the period instrument style is introduced in, in Japan as well through many recordings and, and there are a couple of musicians who are really uh, tried uh, uh, to making instruments and so on and so on. So we we were very keen. What what is that and and so on and um, so so naturally I came to to this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about Johann Sebastian Bach's music that you find you know so compelling? What what speaks to you about his music, his artistry, his genius? Mm, that is a this question is always there. I mean, this, uh, I can't answer in in, in uh, briefly, but uh, the many aspects of the Bach's music is uh, very attractive and compelling to me because uh, one thing is probably the polyphonic structure. It is so complicated all the time. So in this intricacy, you know, you can never tell what you are having, what you are you're singing, or what you are playing so simply so you you need all the time so effort to to come into the music that's, that's as if you're solving puzzle or something like that and that is a really good stimulation all the time to me and the completely other aspect is the Bach is suddenly sound very gently very beautifully and uh, the uh, a lot of you know consolation to to any difficulty in in your mind or your mental, and so on. So, uh, for example, when I was really exhausting uh, by walking or traveling, whatever, the when I start playing one one fugue or one ricercare from a musical offering, for for example, and then immediately I can concentrate in 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 that world, and that makes me completely reborn, kind of. So it's really really wonderful source of the energy. Wow. That's a beautiful way to put it, too. It, it mm. really is sort of both, almost like both sides of the brain. Exactly. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's something about Baroque music, mm. and I don't, I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard this from audiences and maybe from some of the musicians you work with as well, but there seems to be something about Baroque music that is very, and not just Bach's music, but that's very compelling to people, even if they don't have a great familiarity with the classical music tradition. Mm. I know I find that Sunday Baroque listeners will often say, gee, I never really realized I liked this music, but that's very mm. appealing to me. Mm. Do you have any theories or, or thoughts on why that might be? Yeah, it is uh, very often said, and uh, I sometimes feel the same thing because, uh, you know, uh, the Baroque music 
is is born uh, before that kind of notion of categorization, categorization, you know. So now it is everything that's categorized uh, a little too much, you know. And uh, this classical music, the field uh, titled uh, classical music is only modern uh, production of, of the notion, and the, the, we don't need it at all. So uh, music is uh, basically can speak to yourself, uh, you know, according to your, your demand or your requirements, and the, um, th- so the Baroque music is uh, sometimes very simple, uh, just like uh, uh, sometimes a rock music or pop music, whatever, you know, the, uh, the, the people can simply pick up the music without any reason. So Baroque music has also this kind of energy to be picked up by, by someone who, who the, that frequency is, is really matched. So that is a very important figure, uh, the element, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, um, the, 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 if, if you are uh, a little, uh, um, you, if you analyze, uh, the Baroque music is mainly uh, the, in a certain speed, in a certain minute, something length of the time, you know, just the, the, it doesn't change tempo so often. And uh, in, in one movement, for example, you know, mm-hmm. and that is quite similar with uh, the pop music, for example. Once you get started, that's the same same speed, same tempo, always, right. you know, and uh, that is a very similar element. And uh, and also the the loudness or dynamics are not so much up and down in terms of the in the same same movement or a certain certain uh, uh, piece of music, you know, mm-hmm. and that that makes you very easy to to come into that world. Mm-hmm. So in the Bach's case, it's also the same, but Bach had uh, the, uh, many other aspects as well, but um, basically uh, made in the, this kind of uh, the, the uh, very stable foundation um, which can speak to you very easily. So people can pick up uh, the very easily, I mm-hmm. think. Mm. Something like peeling back the layers of an exactly. onion. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How exactly. deep you want to exactly. go yes, yes, into yes. it. Oh, yeah. So you can see many, many layers after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first, uh, you know, catch is uh, really e- easy. I yeah, think. It, yeah, it draws yeah. you right in. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you find you know people sort of have the cliche that music is a universal language, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. And yeah, I don't know whether that's true or not. But I would assume that at least at some point, box music wasn't necessarily as familiar in Japan. So to your Japanese audiences, were you? Do you find that box music or baroque music in general is received differently by your Japanese audiences than it is in in other countries where maybe there's more of a of a, a tradition mm. of baroque music? Well, each country has a the their own background, so that should be different. But I think the Japanese people are equally enjoying this European culture, European music, and. Uh, as as America or in any uh, Asian country, so um, it is not so different. Um, um, yeah, they, but uh, the the music is in, indeed that is a universal uh, function. But the, uh, but the the both sides. For example, if you see the the vocal works of Bach, uh, they. Uh, are to be sung in German, for example, and the German is of course n- never easily understood in, in outside of the Germany. But still, um, that makes us uh, even more inspiration because uh, you know if 
sometimes you need a foreign language, you know, which it is not direct. The, so that is very nice, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and the uh, yeah, for, for the and also to perform that music seriously, you need a translation. And through this translation work, you can uh, understand more than simply. Uh, reading or hearing the, your your mother tongue, you know, mm-hmm. that can happen. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in in Japan, for example, we always need uh, the translation, and but the we can uh, get the chance to explain about that. Right. So, mm. Have you ever uh, attempted to have your group sing Bach in Japanese? Uh, we. We haven't, uh, but there is some group in Japan. They are always singing Bach's music in in Japanese. Because mm-hmm. mm. I know, for example, there are American ensembles that will sing yes, translations yes, of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Work, so. so, but I wonder if it's better or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you have this really wonderful um, collaboration between Juilliard 415, mm. where you are not on the faculty, as well as with your uh, Yale Schola Cantorum group. Mm. Um, what is that like? I mean, you've got this professional professional ensemble in Japan, and then you're also working with these wonderful top-of-the-line students mm. in this collaboration mm. between these two very fine music schools. How, how does that work? How, how do you feel about your work and how it varies? Yeah, well... Um I am uh, extremely enjoying working with uh, students uh, he, t- for Juliet and Yale, and um, um, this. Um, well, of course, it is easier to work only the uh, very much experienced musician, and p- uh, but uh, but sometimes uh, you know it's uh, very difficult uh, for me to to keep them always fresh. And the uh, once, uh, for example, if you perform Saint Matthew, even even Saint Matthew Passion or Saint John Passion, whatever, hundred times, and then it might be a little uh, routine work, and that it's <laughs> quite difficult to to be to be fresh. But for students, the most of them, are the, this is the really first time ever for to to uh, tackle the, this wonderful music. And the, the I know the how how difficult for them to to uh, to get, for example, right intonation or right in rhythm and get a tight ensemble and so on but through this kind of uh, the um, struggling that's uh, the music are coming out from 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 this uh, the effort and uh, and uh, sometimes it sounds completely different from our ensemble and uh, that but that is very very interesting and uh, very good I think mm-hmm. no for example you know you do uh, some major works, but particularly by Johann Sebastian Bach, mm. with with these ensembles, such as Saint John Passion, and and I know that there will be future collaborations and big projects like that. But Saint John Passion, in particular, does have some controversy surrounding it in terms of the text and whatnot. Is that something that you're able to really dig into, maybe even more with the students, so that mm. they are bringing that sensibility, bringing that understanding of yeah. the of the controversy? Yes, yes, yes. That is a. The, we are almost uh, every year doing. Uh, both Passion of Bach, St. Matthew and St. John, and it is very interesting to uh, see both at the same time. Uh, and uh, St. John is, uh, in compare with St. Matthew, much more uh, dramatic, sometimes uh, quite noisy and messy and a little aggressive of the, in, in the turba choir of the, and so on. And, but it is very uh, interesting how uh, t- 
to express this kind of anger or the um, the and at the same time uh, the consolation or the, the, the carrying the message of the Bible to the to the audience and the um, so we need uh, the everyone needs a, a enormous uh, variation in uh, of the expression so mm-hmm. that is a, a very challenging demanding for any any kind of musician and the and the for younger people especially um, sometimes uh, uh, you know they 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 need some kind of courage uh, to uh, to express this this type of faulty or very aggressive the shouting the the crowd and the at the the one moment after that we, uh, that should be really uh, beautifully uh, sung in in choral and something like that. Uh, so this kind of contrast is always there in Saint jo- Saint John. So that's uh, really interesting. And what a what an amazing um, educational process for them. How how about the preparation time? Uh, do you find that it's a much is it a semester long uh, project to prepare something no, no, like no. Saint John Passion? Or? No, uh, usually the probably singers are starting uh, some weeks before the the concerts, and the uh, I'm coming. Uh, I'm staying usually only two weeks here at most. So the uh, I'm doing uh, the firstly with the choir rehearsal, and then together with the orchestra, um, couple of days. So three four days and so on and then uh, between New Haven and New York back and forth <laughs> and, <laughs> and then finally uh, we have a dress rehearsal and a run through and so on and then on the day uh, uh, of the concert again a couple of hours uh, to check all the details and so on and then still you never know what happens in the concert <laughs> so I mean mainly positively and uh, just I'm really enjoying just uh, what, what they are doing yeah. in, in the live uh, performance experience that's yeah. really wonderful it's on yeah. the edge yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that <laughs> adrenaline <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. so this is a very big milestone year for the two groups that you're involved with at Yale it's the 40th anniversary of the Yale uh, Institute of Sacred Music mm-hmm. and it's also the 10th anniversary of the Yale Scola Cantorum. What does yeah. that mean for you? What sort of projects are that coming? That's very, very interesting. And the, the uh, interesting, that's very strange, but uh, I'm very lucky to be here at this uh, opportunity because uh, the when I was here a couple of years uh, uh, for Institute of Sacred Music, uh, the well, actually, I didn't know uh, what it, it is at all. I, I didn't have any idea about that. But uh, the a couple of years uh, I s- uh, worked with them, I suddenly noticed that uh, someone told me actually the my first uh, organ teacher in Japan, who uh, yeah, his name was Yoshida, Professor Yoshida, and he has studied in Union Seminary in New York, and the that that has moved on to the Yale the forty years ago. So I didn't know at all about this history. So this is a really you know, this is a more, much more than a coincidence. So, this is subtly and the the God's intention, as <laughs> I thought. <laughs> so, as I'm really, yeah, happy to work with them now. Yes. So, I I'm curious to know now. You know, what sort of projects do you have coming up for the future, either with Bach Collegium of Japan or with the Yale Scola Cantorum or any of your other uh, performing projects and recording projects? Yeah, we um. 
we in terms of this uh, Yale Gilead collaboration, uh, the we are thinking all the time uh, the one uh, quite big uh, vocal works together. So Sinjo uh, Passion, we have done already um, some Monteverdi and also Saint uh, Matthew Passion. Uh, the uh, we have toured in to Italy this couple of years ago, and then Saint John Passion, and uh, we are now thinking on uh, some Selenka and the. Um, the and might be in the future uh, a little later work as well. Oh, we have done creation as well, oh. and uh, yes, so uh, well, it, uh, it might be possible to do some Mozart thing and also the Mendelssohn or whatever, you know. But everything uh, in principle with the period instruments, so the period uh, which is used at, uh, at the, the, uh, the uh, period of the compos- composer, so it is very, very interesting. So, mm. qu- we have quite big range and the, for other uh, work um, I mean for, for other projects for me is uh, we are having regular uh, performance of Bach, Bach cantata still so we, uh, we have completed uh, all the recording but church cantata uh, uh, recording but so the we are still going on secular cantatas and also um, uh, BC, our group has just done Mozart Requiem and we are going uh, ahead a little later repertory as well. So that is a very interesting procedure now. Well, Masaaki Suzuki, I am just so delighted to have you here, and I, I can't wait to hear some of these projects, your future projects that you've just told us about. And, and thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah.